Well, 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 we are back and two of the common men are still riding on cloud nine. Yes, of course, following the grand final victory for Geelong. Uh, the days are happier. The sun is shining. It's all bright. It's all cheery. Have you got another metaphor to add to that mix 40? How are we feeling? I'm good. I'm uh, very excited to be here. Firstly, uh, horse and uh, also hello to you. And the other person that will be introduced later because I'm not allowed to say their name yet because they haven't You've been introduced by you. Excellent. Thank you. Good. But it's good to uh, it's good to be a part of a premiership winning team, not part of, but supporting. Yeah, you yeah, know no. I, mean? I, I, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. And look, whilst the sun might not be shining brighter in his sports neck of the woods, his life will soon be getting a whole new ball of sunshine. Welcome, friendy. G'day guys, it's uh, good to be back. Um, footy season is, has been over for a long time. Time to move on, we're all about the cricket. But guys, it is good to be back at the Common Man HQ. I'm um, excited to uh, see where this episode is going to take us. You and me both. Well, enough with the opening banter. It's time to talk sport. And yes, it's another week slash month in sport and what a glorious month it has been this last four weeks. And it would really be quite poor of us as uh, big advocates for the Geelong Football Club if we didn't start with this in a bit more detail. We mentioned it in the intro, but I thought it'd be really nice to hear from our own Nicholas Ford on how he spent grand final day uh, when he thought we had it. What were the nerves like? What was on the menu? What the celebration was like afterwards. 40, give us the lowdown. Well, Horsa, uh, I wasn't uh, lucky like you to be able to actually go to the MCG. Uh, first time, but I haven't been able to do that since uh, 1994, 1995, sorry. <laughs> Last grand final uh, prior to me being not able to go. But anyway, I was able to go to 07, 8, 9, 11. I was a little worried. Because obviously I've been to the G and us yep. winning. Yep. Me not going you means we You could have been the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I, I could have. I could have been the X factor, but uh, strangely enough, I wasn't. And um, <laughs> we dominated, and it was uh, it was amazing. It was glorious. I was uh, watching it with a couple of mates and um, some friends, and it was uh, probably a bit boring game for people that weren't uh, supporters of either. Probably Geelong. Yes. Yep, I think <laughs> but, so. Um, it was uh, amazing as a Geelong supporter horse. So, how far into the game did you feel it was Geelong's? Uh, I reckon, uh, yeah, probably uh, early in the second. I think. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I know so, where you're going with this. Well, no, I mean we brought it up every second episode for the last couple of years that. Even when we were 52 points up at halftime, I still had to convince you. No, I think you can take the lid off. We've got this one in the bag, but 36 points was all that was required this time around for you, 40, and you were you were out and you were jumping. Well, let's just make a point. When it was 2007, uh, hmm. we hadn't won a grand final since 1963, and the other grand finals uh, that we did play in the 90s, 
We weren't that successful in horse. So you can understand We can why. talk about them if we want no, to. No, we're, we're alluding okay. to them. We're not talking about them, Frenny. Sure, but, sure. Okay, carry uh, on. You can understand my carry hesitation. On. Carry That's on. why. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I could understand that hesitation. Um, and it's, I think, I suppose it just speaks to where you've come as a human being as well, that 15 years down the track, not as tense. You've seen a few more victories. Happy mm. to, to, to take the lid off a little earlier. Absolutely. I'm like a fine wine horse, you know, just, <laughs> just getting better, you know. With getting better with age. Better age is more I watch the cats, the more, more relaxed. I am with, uh, yeah. you know. Smooth. What they do. Yeah, thanks. Forty a more could... smooth drinking wine. Yes, friendy. <laughs> if I can jump in, yeah, you missed the technicality. Uh, you said it's the first time you haven't been to the G for the granny since '95, uh, but you're forgetting about 2020. I guess that no, technically I... was at the G. No, it wasn't. No, oh, well, the no, Gabba is the known G. as sometimes the G. If you want to, you know. Yeah, but my every point now and was then. we lost that. So and and you still believe that maybe that was because you didn't make it up to Brisbane. Exactly, that's my point. <laughs> yeah. So all the winning ones you've been there since nineteen sixty three. So we're breaking the hoodoo. We're breaking yep. the hoodoo. You know yeah. So now, do, now can you not not go to any more grand finals if Geelong are in it? Well, I could go or I, I won't go, and I'm confident that Geelong Bruce. could win. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um. Now, Friendy, what was it like as a neutral supporter? Was it pretty boring to watch? Uh, I feel yeah, like no, we had I'll, this conversation with the prelim final as well. Yeah, I, my thing is, because um, I was I was going for, for Geelong, um, I couldn't really care less about Sydney winning, um, <laughs> and I haven't been a big fan of Sydney, obviously, with the West Coast Sydney duels that we had. Yeah. Um, so... I actually wanted a game. Everyone says to me, and I know I bring up West Coast when we talk footy, but it's just what I got to do around you boys. But it, a lot of people say that the Collingwood West Coast granny from 2018 was one of the best games to watch as a neutral supporter. So I was yep. just hoping for something like that, you know, so I could be, you know, watching a great game of footy, but you guys had them toast. Like, I mean, I know we laughed about 40 saying they were, they were done by, you know, into the second quarter. But really, at quarter time, you could the writing was on the wall. The first 10 minutes, the writing was on the wall. Geelong were just all over them. It was unbelievable. But, so, but we just didn't put it on the scoreboard. That's why yeah. it was uh, until yeah. they sort of yeah. strung a few towards the end. But yeah, it was very much like that. But, uh, Friendy, I mean, obviously, there was many other grand finals that would be up there as a – as a neutral supporter, are you saying the 2018 one is the best grand final as a neutral supporter? Well, a lot of people I could say name and, many others too. And a lot of people say too, the 0506, which was the West Coast Sydney ones, were really good to watch as a neutral supporter too. And I, But I was stressed out of my mind for those ones. So mm. I haven't really witnessed a grand final like that. I can't think in recent memory. So I was, I was like, what about, you got 2009. You got yes. 89, you got um, the, the Leo Barry mark. <laughs> um, well, that, that was, was that 2000. Was which was the 05. Yeah. Now, Friendy, what you're forgetting about the 2018 uh, is the fact that it, it was Collingwood and West Coast. So as a neutral supporter, I didn't want any of those teams to win. And so basically oh, I, was, I was just hoping there'd be a draw and then it'd be a draw and then it'd be a draw. And then the AFL would just go, Neither of you are worthy of winning. 
we're not going to award a cup this year. That was actually as a neutral supporter. Now, horse, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna stop you there because every person that watches the grand final always leans one way or the other. No, whether you like the teams or not, and no doubt you would have lent one way. I can honestly say, on the day, I didn't <laughs> lean one way or the other. I was just sitting there going, I really don't care who wins here, and that's it. Made it entertaining. Like, yes, I was laughing when West Coast hit the front after Collingwood had been in the lead, but I wasn't also celebrating West Coast. I'm never going to celebrate West Coast winning. Like, I don't find that exciting. What about you, 40? Not fair. I can't actually remember what, like, who I was going for. I think I was just enjoying the game because it was such a good game, especially, obviously, towards the end. Um, I think I just was appreciate. I know it sounds boring, but I was just appreciating the game. So yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I, I didn't really have an allegiance either as well of either team to win. I just, yeah. So anyway. I was also appreciating that it was Richmond as yeah. well. That was good. True. And I mean, yeah, we talk about draws. Obviously the 2010 grand final um, was a draw and then we had a replay, which is uh, the last time that'll ever happen. Yes. Um, yep. Thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, so stupid. Which is the most ridiculous rule ever. Like, what other sport does that? I don't think there's any other sport there isn't. that does that. There no. isn't. There is no other sport that'll have a grand final and it won't be decided on the day. Yeah. Oh, well, come back next week. <laughs> That's right. Now, I know what you're thinking here. Someone just farted during the recording and I, I wish it was our first fart during the recording um but unfortunately actually it was just 40 dropping the mic Oops. <laughs> i guess i guess you could call it tennis if it goes past midnight true true <laughs> you got us on a technicality hey friendy let's move on from the grand final i think the folks good folks i think we're done with footy surely oh well, i just wanted you to to have a chat with us about a, a new coach well yes i do actually no i'm happy you brought that up because um uh, you were alluding to in the um, the pre-show warm-up for the Common Man uh, horse that Ross the Boss is yes. at the helm. He is. Um, which apparently he's vibing this one um, because there wasn't yeah. a lot of vibes for Essendon. Um, and what I want to know is, because I, I, I feel for um, their previous coach, coach uh, Brett, Brett Radden, Radden yep. who has now had this done to him twice from Carlton mm. and now St Kilda. And I don't think they've upgraded that much. I actually think Brett Ratton's quite a decent coach. Um, so how long ago do you think these conversations started? Because obviously it looks like it's just snuck up on us, but surely it's been in the pipeline for a little while. Oh, you, you cannot tell me that there was not one person at St Kilda who hadn't approached Ross Lyon prior to Ratton being shafted. They're trying to roll that line correct, out, but correct. surely we're not all that naive to think, oh, well, oh, they must be telling the truth. No one ever tells a lie in sport. We never hear of organisations yeah. covering up stuff. Never happens. Because mm. you can't sack someone without having – because there's not a lot out there no. on offer. No. Apart from Ross Lyon, right? And they'd extended the guy as well. So, <laughs> so Yeah, I know. That's what's funny. <laughs> yep. It is, it is St. Shambles putting their hand up and saying, look, we see you, Essendon. We see you. We want to have a run at this title as well. Yeah. The most insipid we'll ra- club. We'll, we'll raise you one more. 
Yeah. Exactly. Do you reckon? Do you reckon there's a do you reckon there's a chance that Ross will sign a you know three or four year contract, and then with two years to go, he'll jump ship to a team that's on the rise? Wouldn't be out of the question now, would it? Here and <laughs> no. here's the thing: when he took over from Grant Thomas, St Kilda, I, their list was quite a bit stronger than it is now. When he took over agree. from Freo, Freo's list was a lot stronger than St Kilda's is now. So yep. let's see what he's like. Yep. Yep. Mm. Well. Zach Dawson come out of retirement? Stranger things have happened. Forty, <laughs> <laughs> you, you all right with Rossi coming back on board? At least the press conferences will be fun. Well, it could be different now, maybe, because he's now seeing the other side of it. Um, well, this is true. true. It would be great to, uh, it, I mean, maybe he might be willing to have some hard-hitting questions from uh, Carolyn Wilson who certainly had some damning statements and comments for the St Kilda Football Club. Basically just, as you said, horse, call them the most a terrible football club that's been run badly for so long now. Well, look, I'm going to call it. I think that might be where we actually leave the AFL for 2022. Um, oh, although there is the draft coming up and Geelong finally have a good draft pick as well. So maybe we'll mm-hmm. revisit that. I suppose West Coast too as well. Um, and horse, should we mention the post? Oh, the posters. Oh, oh. so you finally remembered. Okay, sure. Yep. yep. Well, we don't have to. No, 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 no. That's all good. I, I mean, I've got half a dozen <laughs> of them sitting at the, in the front room waiting. Um, yeah, so just a, just a quick little story as the final siren uh, goes and we're celebrating and we're, I'm down on the ground trying to get close and part of the action. 40 this messages. is gold. 40 messages and says, can you get me a, a poster? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yep. Sure. And then um, very quickly that get, get me one poster, please goes to, can, can you get me five? Yeah. Five posters. Mate. Just, five, up. just five posters. I mean, it's just not five. Much. Five. Sure. Yep. Come on, horse. Look anyway. So I was like, okay, well it's, it's 40. I better do that for 40. He <laughs> thanks. Thanks horse. He hasn't sure. got to go to the game. So yeah. No, um, thanks, mate. I missed the announcement of the uh, the Norm Smith and the presentation oh, of the Premiership medals because I headed out to try and get in that line um, to get the posters and the, yeah. So did you really? Nah, come on, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, surely not. <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, yeah, on our way out, Robbie and I were like, let's we'll go get the posters. And he was like, oh, I spotted another poster line. There was like one that went for ages that would just would have been half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour waiting in the line. And um, like two minutes around the corner, there's another line with barely anyone in it. And we just moseyed on up. I said, look, if I'm getting five for 40, I'll just get five for myself for no apparent reason. <laughs> so at least you had people in mind that you're handing yours out to you. I've still got, I've, I've given got one them. away. We've got four. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, caught yeah. up in the moment. I don't even know how much they were, horse. So I probably should have checked that first. They were twenty five dollars each. So, oh wow, okay, yeah, wasn't expecting that. No, no I'm joking. That they were, I did they, were that. they were five dollars a pop. Five, they have gone five up. bucks each. Yeah, five yes. bucks each. I'm not going to charge. They've already you gone for, up in value. I'm not going to charge you for the cardboard box that I uh, paid extra to get them in. So, uh, <laughs> I'll do you a solid there as well. Yeah, thanks, mate. Appreciate and next, that. From next one thing you know, to another. exactly. I'll see on Forty's eBay that he's selling these posts. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Twenty-five dollars a pop. 
can't be. Yeah, that's it. I gotta get my money anywhere back. else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, forty. I'm gonna I'll get them, horse. Yep, you will. You'll come get them. Yeah, I'll get yep. them. Don't yep. worry. Good. Maybe I'll put them up on eBay if they're not collected in a week. <laughs> True. <laughs> Let's just uh, change gears here. I'm gonna handball across to you, or maybe I'll give you a bounce pass forty because we're gonna talk NBA. Tell us what's happening. Well, we've started the season, horse. That's what's happening, mm. and uh, early days, but. Um, we don't want to have any. I mean, start of the season, we always have these wild overreactions, don't we, to the start yes. of the season? For example, Washington, a three and one. Mm. Um, uh, you know, can't see them being up there at the end of the season. Um, but you never know, do you, Friendy? Like, you never, never know. And uh, there's some interesting teams, but it's very early in the season. So we don't want to make these overreactions. Oh, no, we wouldn't want to make any overreactions right now would we but what i can say what i can say is and i say this with a lot of confidence the east is very strong stronger than it's ever been yep and i think it's actually like has more depth than the west has which is a big shift because the west has always had more depth of teams and the east has had some good teams but it's generally been sort of very the top five teams and then it drops yeah to a few others and then considerably drops away towards the end so um but it's exciting to have basketball back boys has there been anything that's really mm-hmm. stood out to you at all from from the start of this season well Friendy. i'll just say this guys um uh i know this is a big thing for me to uh to deal with uh, yeah. and i guess own up to but uh i think i'm about to dump the la lakers um, <laughs> no they are, they are nowhere and uh I, oh, we told you this to start of last season. I feel like I'm going to take my <laughs> talents. Um, there's two oh, teams wow. I've got oh, in mind. Wow. Um, I'm potentially going to go back to my homeland, back to the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, oh. or the New Orleans Pelicans. I am oh. very excited by at the moment. So, <laughs> like, you're not only defecting from LA, you're defecting from LeBron. Like, oh mate, I I is... just can't do it. I actually want LeBron to get traded. I want him traded. I, I not, did I not call that last time? And you were like, that is ridiculous that you would yes. even suggest no, that. Yes. I've had enough. Like Rob Polenka, <laughs> you're gonna get fired anyway. Just blow it up. Just blow Man, it they've up. They've got no draft picks. They need to do something, don't they? Oh, trade AD. LeBron. Because LeBron's yep, gonna leave. Him. As soon as Bronny comes in, LeBron's gone. Anyway, you know what? I don't even want to talk about them. Let's talk about a good team. You know what? The Warriors are struggling a bit at the moment. Oh yes, yeah, look- a little bit of off. I mean, obviously there's been a few teams with quite a bit of off uh, the field drama, including my boss and Celtics. But um, yes, Golden yes. State, you hadn't heard anything about that for, you know, quite some time. They seemed squeak clean, squeaky clean. clean and then yep. out comes the Draymond, Draymond Green uh, yep. altercation. And uh, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it, Horse? Yeah, look, I think at the moment, having watched the first few games from Golden State, their biggest issue is they're not playing any defense. Um <laughs> And whilst, yes, they are very potent when it comes to scoring, if you refuse to actually try and defend a team, it's probably going to come back and bite you in the butt. And Mm. so, you know, there's been a few really mammoth mammoth scores. And again, against Phoenix, they just didn't seem to actually try and put a hand in anyone's face. There There was just, there was no grunt on their defense whatsoever. So that's where I think they're at. 
And I, I don't but, think they'll be like that for the whole season. No, but they've been playing ordinary and they're still two games off from the Lakers. So. <laughs> and, and to be fair to the Warriors, though, because, I mean, that was a punch and a half from Draymond Green. But mm. that's not the only what? drama that's been going on. Ford, your Celtics started the season with a coach no one's even heard of. Yes, and look, I'm I'm still there's still the words out about I don't know, I'm still sussing out this new coach. Oh look. <laughs> hey what's his name, Ford? Just, Do you even I'm, know his name? Joe Missoula. Okay. And I've got to say, it gave me great joy watching Joe Missoula get ejected from the United oh, Center. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That he was, got two quick texts. <laughs> and Tatum gets teched for waving his arm. He's got to stop doing that. But Vucevic gets uh gets emotional and doesn't get teed up. Yep. And then you've got people yep. like Draymond Green who are literally in the ref's face yelling yep. at them and don't even get teed up. Where is the consistency? Yep. Well, well, Horse, I haven't kept up with the NBA too much because obviously Lakers suck. But um, I, I do see Boston has one loss in the column. Uh, who was that against? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Um, it, it was against my Chicago Bulls. And I'll be okay. honest, after uh, the Bulls got absolutely pantsed by Cleveland on Sunday by 30 points. I didn't hold out much hope for that game. We did go back to back, drop two games, one of them against the all conquering wizards as well. So I'm not getting too far ahead of myself, but it was great to get well, that W. It was really was... quite satisfying to get that win against Boston though. That was great. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, like horse that first quarter, you oh, would have been a bit, hang I on, what's going was... on here? Boston were on fire. Yes. And then the bench came on and they decided to like not play. Yeah. And I think Chicago went after that, went on a 49-14 run. Yes. That is correct. We went from 19 down to like 16 up. Yeah. So Crazy. I will say if you were a betting man, uh, you'd have lost a lot of money on the NBA at the moment. You can't tip anyone. No. No. Hey, but speaking of some yes. crazy predictions. You've brought them up as your potential new team. <laughs> Pelicans Pelicans to the Western Conference Finals. Is that crazy? To, it, oh, my head says crazy. My heart says not. Because you've been a pal for so long. Um, it would be know, hard not- to... It would be hard for you, Friendy, to distinguish between your head and, a, and your heart, seeing you've been so invested in the Pelicans. You know, for so um, long CJ now. McCallum and I, we've been through a lot together. And, yeah. um, oh, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I, oh, I believe like, in Zion. I believe who, in Zion. Not to mention Portland are four and one. Like, do you know what? What this could be good, though, Horse. This could be actually a moment where Friendy puts a stake in the ground yep. and says, you know what? This is my team. I'm not following. LeBron around and wherever he goes, I go. Yep. This is cheap real estate here, New Orleans, post-hurricane years. I can get myself. That's fine. I I can buy myself. I'm okay. If if Friendy goes, I'm following this team and I'm following through thick and thin and uh, not when they're starting to lose, I'm I'm not going to jump ship. I'm sticking with them. I would love that. If we rock up next time and you are wearing a Pelicans jersey, and like, you know, yeah. like a deep cut Pelicans jersey, like Graham or not. I don't. Oh, I'd love to see him in a Valentunas like yes. jersey. Yes. And you know, commit and say, you know, this is my team. You know, come on, represent. What are the odds? <laughs> what do we reckon, Friendy? I uh, come, well, look, come, I'm, I'm, I'm. I've never been more tempted than this moment. I am. I'm. I feel. Uh, 
I don't even know what to say, lads. I'm, Mate, I'm in a world of broken. hurt. Broken. And um, what else can we I say? I will say this. I do bird. also like because I do love the Aussies over the in the UK. I love the Aussies, and I do love the acquisition of Joe Ingalls to the Milwaukee Bucks. So obviously he's injured at the moment, but I'll be intrigued to see how he fits in there because I think he's a great fit for them. But what about Dyson Daniels? Hey, oh, that's true. Yes, he had eleven points in his debut. I like it. There we go. Another reason. Okay. He's hit more points in one game than Ben Simmons has in four. What what was Simmons' stats? 17 points, 14 fouls. Something like that. Over the he first three four games. Today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's on fire. Yeah. But he's getting he's getting boards and assists. But I mean, hey, all the best. I'm it's good to see Ben Simmons back and playing. I think uh as he gets into a bit more rhythm, he'll start scoring more. But it's a bit hard to score when you've got two of the most offensive players in the NBA with Kyrie and KD, but still he does need to score more than four points, doesn't he, Horse? But you would, you would what, so. what is your ridiculous, ridiculous, um, I suppose, overreaction so far? What is your early NBA season overreaction? Oh, well, I sort of put it out there and then <clears throat> it sort of attached itself to friendies that New Orleans are going to make the finals, the, the Western Conference finals. But I okay. suppose... Another um, overreaction, a real, a real solid overreaction, would be uh, I don't even know if I'm saying his name correctly, Paolo Bancaro. Uh, he's going to not only take home Rookie of the Year, but he's he's going to be top ten in the scoring in the league. How's that oh, for wow. an overreact? That is massive. I mean, he's Nicole, built for the NBA Nicole. already. He's built for the NBA. He's not like. He's not that green, is he? Like, no. He looks like he's a man-child. But, um, yeah, that, that's a big overreaction horse. I like it. I like he's, it. I mean, he's come out averaging 24 already. And generally yeah. speaking, you only actually get better as your rookie season progresses. And Yeah, and he actually, you know, most rookies struggle at the free throw line and uh, he's he's going all right. So, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? I've, so, Freddie, is another, that your overreaction? I've, well, I've got to, another one because I, yeah. I mean, I didn't have high ups with the Lakers at the start of the season, to be fair. But my overreaction is, and we we won't see it for another twelve months. But obviously, there's huge talk about this high schooler from France being the next big thing in the NBA. Yes. Seven foot four, the whole know, tanking the scenario. Yeah, correct. Is is he the overreaction? Is he as good as what they believe he's going to be? I mean, I know this was the same thing happened with LeBron James and he's exceeded all expectations on what was thought of him as a high schooler. But mm. or this could he Frenchie, be, is he, is he could, worth tanking? Could he be the next Greg Oden? Wow. He is. He, he's as or, skinny as a minute to six, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Or like Chet, he could um, do a serious injury and, yeah, doesn't take much and then he's... Yep. Uh, Someone picks him up and then they've got to deal with his injuries for years until until he can even become something. Who knows? Now, Freddie, are you gonna give it a go pronouncing his name for us? Sounds like you are really uh <laughs> really engaged in that You're... horse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying this to hold off tiring a, you. I was trying to hold off a yawn <laughs> while I was saying that. I was hoping the listeners wouldn't pick that up, but they certainly will now. It's been a long day. So it's just a delayed, uh, you know, lag. Uh, trying to be... <laughs> it's like a Wookiee uh, from Star Wars. <laughs> oh, so how do you pronounce his name? 
Well, yeah. well let How me just say it's uh, Victor. Yes, That's you got quite that straightforward, right. I think. Yep. Or is it Victor? Uh, Victor Wem Wem Ben Yama. That's the Aussie version. The Wem Ben Yama. <laughs> yeah, it's good old Victor Wem Ben Yama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a bit better than when uh, Basil Zemplis tried to pronounce Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes. Antetokounmpo. Okay. Hey, Forty, you, I was going to say, are you going to give us your crazy well, over, yeah. overreaction? Mine might be a bit boring, but my overreaction, and it may not be an overreaction. Are the Celtics uh, going back to the finals? Oh, what? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you, horse, but I wasn't going to say that. But yes, let's go with that. No, I was going to say Ja Morant or Jason Tatum to MVP, win MVP this season. Homo. Early, early overreactions. They are both playing no, very well are. to start. They are. They but really it's only four fair, games. Fair. It's only four games. Yeah. <laughs> Just chill out. I would anyway. have now, like, I would have liked you to say something like Ben Simmons to win the MVP. <laughs> well, you know what? I would have said at the start of the year, don't be surprised if Ben Simmons gets back into all star contention, but um, don't think that's going to be the, the case. Yeah. Anything else to the to add to the NBA 40 or do we now pass on to Friendy? He's going to talk some cricket. We're looking forward to the cricket. It's cricket season. Let's uh, rock and roll. Absolutely, boys. Well, let's hit a six here and uh, we're going to jump straight into the T20 World Cup. That's all we're talking about. That's all we need to talk about. Yeah, Mom. And it's good that cricket is back because uh, it is an exciting sport. When you get into it, sometimes once footy's finished, it's like, Sounds oh, like what are we going to do now? Sounds like you're yourself there, friendy. Oh, no, but because sometimes oh, I come it, into the cricket season. It actually season, is, a, it is an exciting sport. <laughs> it's a great sport. <laughs> but sometimes the footy season finishes and you're like, where are we going to get the adrenaline rush from? But cricket comes in, it well, takes a little while to... Pastor Quaddy can tell you where you get the adrenaline from. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Post-football season. Don't know what, don't know what uh, you're talking about, boys. Can I, can I say... This Tuesday, though. Can I say the T20 <laughs> is uh, throwing up uh, more than it bargained for at the start. Um, mm. It's dealing with torrential rains in Victoria. Uh, shout out to all the, the people struggling with the floods at the moment, thinking of you. I'm sure that will alleviate some of their pain, getting a shout-out from Friendy on the Common Man podcast. But uh, they had some pre-warm-up stuff in the T20, and one of the um, two-time champs, in fact, the West Indies, they didn't even make it to the Super 12s. They got knocked out because uh, teams like uh, Ireland and Namibia and <laughs> what? and the likes. What is that how you say it? Nambia? Namibia? What are, what are they called? Namibia. 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 Na anyway. Namibia. Namibia. Namib. It's an M. You, Na? You, Namibia? You're doing the B. Namibia. Namib. Put Namibia. a bib on you. Put a bib on you. Yeah, put a bib on you. Yeah. Anyway, so. That's not culturally <laughs> insensitive whatsoever. I don't know. No, I love country. it. Put uh, a, that's what we do as Aussies. Put a bib on you. Put a bib on you. That's it. So um, they, they knocked off Sri Lanka and, and Afghanistan. Uh, Afghanistan. Um, West Indies lost to a few teams. Anyway, we're now into the Super 12s, lads. We are. Aussies came super. out of the blocks. Aussies came out of the blocks as slow as, you know, uh, as as slow as the LA slow Lakers are going right now. Slow like that's treacle. They, they, <laughs> slow as, they slow fell as out of the blocks. And, and, and our trans-Tasman uh, 
neighbours, New Zealand, absolutely gave us a, a shellacking of a lifetime. But um, we've picked things up and uh, we've, we've recently beaten uh, Sri Lanka in WA. Great but, innings um, by What Stoy. I want to talk about, boys. Yeah, that was oh, great. great that was so That's thoughtful of, of Western Australia to hold the game at 3.30 a.m. Eastern Standard <laughs> Times as well. That was yeah. what I, I mean, they had 25,000 people show up for the game anyway. You could have put it at five in the afternoon so we could all watch it at a normal time. And I'm if having just, a go at you, Nath, because you're the commissioner of well, Western Australia. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But um, can we just can we point out Stoin made the quickest T20? Well, oh, yeah, Ford, yes. In Australia, as for Australia, Australia's Australia for Australia, yes. seventeen yep. balls. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. But guys, uh, what I wanted to talk to you about is there's two things, and they they both don't involve Australia. We can talk about Australia in a moment, Ooh, okay? But I want to firstly talk about the ninety thousand um, oh. fan oh. spectacle mm. at the MCG, Pakistan versus tackle. India. Forty. I'm Fuck. throwing straight to you because you were firm in this game. You were up and about. I was. Ooh, yeah. I actually. I didn't watch. I sort of didn't watch the whole game, but I watched when it <laughs> really mattered. I watched the second innings early on. Um, India were four wickets down. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And Kohli just took control. He was a genius. I would say this would have to be the greatest run chase ever in T20 cricket history. Potentially one day, like just ever. Short form. The greatest run chase. Short form cricket game. And do you know what sucks? I can't stand the bloke. I can't stand him. Yeah. But I mean... Pakistan had a very good chance. Like they had, what was it, 55 runs they had to score off, off the, the last, last three four overs. Four yeah. overs, I think it was. I think it was last three. And then they, they had 50 20. off the last three. And then they needed, they got it down to needing 16 they, off the last. And then they needed 28. Yeah. 28 off the last eight balls. And then Coley goes, you know, to Harris Ralph, who's very good bowler, been giving him trouble all innings, and the last two balls of his spout of his four overs hits him for two sixes. Unbelievable! Now, and- well, how was how was the second last ball was a wicket, and then he bowled a wide. Well, he but get this right. So the last last over, he has to they have to win uh, sixteen runs to win. You go okay. This is Pakistan still a good a good chance here. Yes, um, gets a wicket. First ball gets a wicket. You'd think they're even better chance now. Here we 16 go. Off exactly. five. With a and fresh you batsman. Can't cross. Yeah. Like the rule is, I didn't, I didn't realize. You did the, you yeah, I didn't know that pass. either. Me either. And so, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> okay. Cole is still at the non-striker's yeah. end. And um, and then and then what happens? Well, they, well, they got one. a single. So Cole. And then he bowls above waist, no ball. Above waist, no ball. That goes to spat. Pitch. Yeah. Dispatch for six. And well, gets then, then, he bowls, then he bowls a wide on the free hit. Bowls a wide. Yes. And, and then, then 40. This Isn't this the most controversial and ridiculous unbelievable. thing? Bo- yeah. Bowls him. And oh, and runs three. Bowls him and runs three. And runs Deflects three. down yeah, a third man buys. and they get three buys. Like, I'm sorry. Now, what do you think when, about that? I think it's yeah. ridiculous. I think it is stupid. Surely the one thing that could stop a free hit would be getting bold. Yeah. You're not out, mate. You, you're not or if out. you get bold, it's just no run. No it's run. Dead, That's what dead, I mean. Yeah, it's a dead ball. You're not yeah. out. It, it's just a dead ball. That was the free hot yep. hit on hot. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, 
for it to deflect off the wickets and go all the way down to third man, they run three. That does not but, sit well. But with this me. is another thing, though. What happens when they hit it, and it's, it it goes out and they get caught in the outfield? They're still running, and they still, they're still the allowed to run. Happening. It's until the wickets are knocked over. Yeah. So yes. they kit it up in the air really high, and they run two, get caught, throw it to the keeper. Yep. And that's, that's and, it, but that's still it? okay because the wickets haven't been hit until until there's a run out attempt and you stop it and that that was as far as you could run. It's not like because they can just, still get run out. Can, yes. And they well, can get stopped. They well they can get run out, but is that they can get run out, but you don't get the runs. So then they would stop. Yeah. Well, then say, otherwise, of... they just keep running. Mate, we've taken it's all six cause... stumps out. We've hit them. We've hit them seventeen times. This <laughs> that's time. right. Mate, it's a free hit. I can do what I want. That's well. That's it is ridiculous. Something has to change in that. That that has to. That rule has to change. Well, you yeah. mentioned before too, lads, is that um, when the guy got out, he hit it in the air, and Virat ran past halfway. But they've taken that rule out. Yeah. Yeah. But why? What? what? I think Look, it's great I, for the game. I sort of see that in a in a T twenty game. Um it should be it should reward the bowlers a little bit more so that they get a crack at the fresh batsman after they get a wicket. Yeah. Because that's what it's trying to do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, hold that momentum a little bit. It's the last over. He hit it up in the air and they crossed. It's just as almost just as good as a one to get Collie on strike anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but then even after that, okay, so Pakistan are still in this. Mm. Yes. Okay. Two off two. And was but it's a two fresh bat- two. Because they get another wicket after the three. We haven't mentioned yeah. that yet. That's right. And then they get another wicket. And then and then they and then he bowls a wide again. And basically Ashwin just, <laughs> just steps in and is like, oh, that's down leg. I'm not even. So it gives him, that. It gives, they give him two wides and a no ball and a free hit in the last over. And they still nearly won. Oh, and like, I'm sorry. We didn't even yeah, touch on yeah. the fact that Pakistan chose to bowl a spinner for the last over. I know. Well, I didn't think that they were. I think what they were hoping to do is they would have got a wicket because they didn't get any wickets in the last, well, obviously until the last over. Mm. They were hoping to sort of make it impossible because the last over that that guy um, bowled, Coley and um, who was the other guy that was at the non the other Partick uh, was it Pandic? Yeah, they basically went to town on him and hit hit nearly twenty five to thirty runs or something off that last over. So I think they were hoping that it was like, oh yeah, the last over, it's going to be out. It doesn't matter. But obviously, and look, as I said, they nearly pulled it off. But unbelievable game, boys. Like, yep, you just you you have to if you haven't seen that game you've got to go back and just watch the last 10 overs yes and it'd be the best thing you've done 40 well, do you know what's he, he sent the message out to us didn't he friendy well he absolutely he said this is on and i turned it back on yep. i yep. turned it off to be honest to be perfectly honest i was watching Geelong football highlights again on <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> can i say lads can i say because we're not talking about footy anymore horse we've had that time sorry but because of that game and because of the turnout at the MCG, they're actually mm. now talking about um, playing the next um, Pakistan-India test series in Australia because of safety issues in Pakistan. Because they can't play it in Pakistan. So they've been playing in the UAE. You'd get a huge And so crowd. they're thinking about doing it over here in Australia. 
That'd be huge. Crazy. Anyway, yeah. um, the other oh, controversy thing, thing sorry, I was going to say one, to you. No, I'm oh, just going to butt go. in again. Just one thing. Rob Robbie Williams. He was awesome. He, gee, he was great. Oh yeah. We didn't we didn't mention oh, we, that. So. We didn't address that. You know what? You know what? I'm happy about this because that was unbelievable. That was. Is that the best pre-match entertainment at an AFL Grand Final? That oh, look, I have ever been there. I would have it just below Meatloaf. Yeah, I thought you might say that. Yeah, yeah. Come on, horse. Let's give it the credit it deserves. <laughs> yeah, no, no. By far, it was. It, it had everything. He had everything. He was like, you know what? They should have played. They should have like, played him at halftime as well, horse. Oh, well, they can't Why afford not? that. They couldn't afford that. Oh, come on, throw the money out there for the next twenty minutes. I'm going to yeah. The next twenty minutes, I'm going to be phenomenal. So you all better be good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway, horse, we're talking about cricket here, mate. Oh yeah, right? sorry. So just yeah. Can I? I wanted to go back to the controversy it's... just for a moment. Did you guys see in one of the games um, that the wicketkeeper? Took off one of his gloves because he wanted to make it easy to throw. So the guy threw it in from, you know, the boundary line, and it's actually hit his glove on the ground, and it cost them five runs. Yep. Mm. Yep. Fair. Yep. Fair. It's just like the old helmet situation. It is. That's a glove if the is ball a helmet. Hits the helmet. Yeah. It's a. It's a non. You know, you can't have any sort of. You can't. If you're not wearing it, you can't place it yeah. on the ground. That, that is That's the why risk. they put the helmet right behind the wicketkeeper. Exactly. Okay. All right, we'll move spot. on. Now, Horse, yeah. I'll throw it to you, mate. England versus Ireland. What do you think? Oh, I thought it was a great game. Oh, look, to be it honest, didn't I, didn't, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I just I just turned on to see the result and see how it was going, and it was great to see Ireland defeated England. It's it's good for Australia. Um, it's very good for Australia. Because, uh, you know sort of helps us having to win all our games that at least now England have, have dropped one as well, which we didn't think was going to happen or they dropped one. It was going to be against us and it, it sets up a huge game on Friday night. Yes. Which you may Massive, or may Because if we win that, yep. we're, we're through. Yeah. You may or may not the result know the result of that game by the time you listen to this as well, people out there, but we'll wait yeah. and see. Uh, but it now, does. Now, just, if we lose that, we mm. lose that. We're still a chance, though. That's the thing now that Ireland, because Ireland beat England. Yes. We still, if Australia do lose against England, we can mm. still make it. Is it top three or top two? Top, top two. two. Top That's two it. from each, from the six, make three of the semi finals and then the final. Okay. So four of the 12 advance to the finals. There's not many, is it? No. So that loss against New Zealand wasn't ideal. Yeah, there's no quarterfinals scenario here. It's not and, like you won. And getting World smashed. Cup. Yeah, our net run getting rate took an absolute, absolute hammering, thumping. Yeah. Yep. Still, it's all we're still in it, even though we shouldn't be. Finch looked horrendous on Tuesday night. I not. I'm not saying that with any joy whatsoever because I like the the guy. I want him to bat well for Australia and hopefully he turns it around. Uh, there's talk about whether or not Steve Smith should be in. It's, I mean, it's very weird that he's he's not getting a sniff in whatsoever, but we've got mm-hmm. a number of all-rounders that are just big, heavy-hitting all-rounders, and we don't have as many people who can craft an innings if we need. Um, you know, if anyone could do a Coley scenario for our team, apart from Maxwell, you'd think it would be Smith, who could have mm. just had the patience. Yeah, I'd agree. Together and then do something like that, so... 
Anyway. Well, COVID's playing a factor too. That sounds like Yeah, yeah, Zampa. I don't know. Has anyone else now, gone now down Matthew Wade? Well, Matthew oh, Wade. Matthew Wade's yes, just been they're saying he, he might be right for the game still, though, they're saying. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this question then. Are you confident that we'll advance? No, I'm not confident. Really? Ford? I'm confident. Yep, I'm backing them boys in, and I think we'll beat England. Um, <laughs> I say that with a lot of nervousness. I think but, we'll beat uh, England. <laughs> but then we've got I think Ireland because to deal our with run them. rate. I think our net run rate's been so smashed by New Zealand. If yeah, we we need to beat England. Um, if we don't, we won't get through. So massive game tomorrow night. Yep. So we've got England, Ireland, and Afghanistan to go. And Afghanistan are no easy beats. They've got some guns. Yep. And Ireland have proven that they can beat England at the MCG. So anything can happen. Yep. What did you yep. see the, the Ireland-Scotland game? That was a entertaining game. I know it sounds a bit weird saying that, but that was a high-scoring game. And the Scottish played in kilts, didn't they? <laughs> and that might have added to the entertainment factor. <laughs> They batted with bagpipes bag... at halftime. I thought that you were saying they batted with bagpipes. They did. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> they shot the ball out as they <laughs> bowled. Thunk. Thunk. Very good. The Irish well, beat him. The Irish beat him. So. That's all the cricket I got for your horse. So, okay. Uh, you take it for you. Well, thanks, Randy. Thanks, Forty. That has been uh, this week slash month in sport. And I can't wait to return in a few weeks' time and see what happened in the T20 World Cup. Yes, it's time now to talk some of the good things that are out there on the streaming services, sports related. TV shows and movies that we have been watching lately. We're going to go around the panel. Everyone's going to tell us one thing that is their five-star gold platinum. I don't know if gold platinum is a thing. Recommendation um, as to what to watch. And look, I'm going to start it off with something that I've been watching. Guys, has either of you seen Welcome to Wrexham? No, I haven't. There you go. So I'm preaching to a blank canvas here. Welcome to Wrexham is the story of Wrexham AFC, a football club in Wales that is purchased by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, um, who was in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, if you're not quite sure who he is. it's. Uh, can I also just say, this is a true story. It's a documentary. So mm. it is, it is, they are not playing characters here. These two guys decided they wanted to by a professional sports team. They looked around the world. They had people out there hunting for them and they decided this would be a good fit. They are not soccer supporters. They are learning the rules. It is like sort of like a real life Ted Lasso in some degree because, you know, it is Americans running a Welsh football team trying to lift them from like the third division or yeah, third division. I think it is basically the national league in um, English UK football to get them hopefully eventually up into the Premier League, but they're still quite a bit off that. 18 episodes, it's on Disney+. Plus. Easy to watch because they're only like 20-odd minutes per episode. 
and it goes through, uh, yeah, the whole process of, of them buying, um, trying to lift the profile of the team, um, learning about the trade window and transfers and how much money that they put into this club. Uh, I've found it really entertaining. They also, you know, they're telling stories of the players and, and the supporters and the, and the town of Wrexham at the same time, um, all intertwined pretty well. Very easy to watch. If you're a sports fan, I'm recommending a welcome to Wrexham. Friendy, are you going to follow suit? Are you going to watch that? Uh, oh, you've sold it to me. I, I, one thing I want to know straight away is what do they pay to take ownership? Um, it's in the millions, a couple of million, I think maybe three million pounds or something like that. Okay. Is yep. Yeah, it is not nowhere near the professional um, sports teams that you'd buy in America. Yep. So that's why they're happy to look outside of America. They're not pouring hundreds of millions of dollars into it yet. They are still putting a fair bit of money and they do spend a lot um, trying to entice a few players, a, a well-known manager um, trying to upgrade the, yep. the stadium back to where it was when they used to be a force many years ago. Yeah. Does that yep. answer the question? Yeah, no, I'll, I'm in, I'm in. I will, I'll definitely look at that. Well, if you're in for that, what should we be in for that you're pitching to us, Friendy? Yeah, I think uh, for us, as um, I mean, we all we love all sports, um, but we're very big on the NBA. And Netflix has just recently brought out the Redeem Team. Uh, it's just yep. a uh, hour and a half, I think it is, documentary um, with uh, the 2008 team that really were were coming to. Um, bring some redemption to the 04, uh, 04 Athens Olympics bronze medallion. Um, so it's got the likes of LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, um, Chris Bosch, but they really tell stories, a lot of them about um, the impact that Kobe Bryant had coming on into mm. the team. And I tell you what, yeah. if you want to find new level of respect for Kobe Bryant, watch this documentary. Yeah, I won't give it all away. And obviously we know the end result, what happens in, at the 08 Beijing Olympics, but what I actually didn't realize is the majority of that 04 team, then well, the core of that team anyway, mm. um, went back to the 2006 World Cup, um, you know, trying to make ends meet with a new coach. And they didn't win that either. They came third. And I was, I didn't realize that. So I mm. learned a bit from it as well. So don't mm. feel like you, you know the whole story until you see it. But it was really good insight. Yep. Um, have you boys seen that one? I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to see it. And I don't think Kobe played in – did Kobe play in 04? No. He definitely didn't play the 06. So, yeah, and I, and I think he came back and goes, what was the line? I saw it on a trailer or something. Oh, it's, it's the trailer the, where the, he, he runs straight through Pau Gasol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he also says, I, I was fed up with seeing you guys lose. Like, <laughs> um, And so, obviously, that, that brought Kobe – to yep. to join the that next team. Well, but, one yeah, of the funny stories about, about Kobe was um they've all gone out because you know they've had a big yes. week of training. They've gone out to the clubs, just you know, it's the off season, they're having a bit of fun. They walk back in at like three or four in the morning and Kobe gets up and he walks past them and he's got his gym gear on. And they're like, What who the heck is this guy? Like they've yeah. just literally lost to the Boston Celtics in the NBA finals. Days after, and he's in the gym at four four in the morning working out. By the time they come down, he's done two or three workouts, and he teaches these guys like Camelo Anthony, LeBron James, of what it means to have an NBA work ethic 
And they reckon that 08 experience was what shaped up those guys, those young NBA stars, to become even greater players going forward because of what Kobe taught them. Unbelievable. But but it didn't start off that. I think when uh, Carmelo saw that, they're like, hell no, I'm going straight to bed. Like, yeah, that's right. That's he right. wasn't interested in it, but as they're training together, yeah, they learned, sure enough, yeah. it didn't take long and they're all getting yeah. up at that time yeah. with Kobe, weren't they? That's so, right. Um, yeah, I haven't I've, I haven't watched it. I've only seen snippets and you're probably the same horse. You've probably seen Correct. the same snippets. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. Oh, yeah, uh, it, it is on the to watch list for sure. Yes. Forty, can you add the third thing for us? I can. Now, um, probably similar line as Friendy uh, around the NBA. Well, this was actually a mini series that I uh, stumbled across uh, on the plane. What coming home from Chicago? It was. Um, it's called the Dream Team. Essentially, it's basically like a, a five-part mini series around the establishment of the '92, the first Dream Team. Yep. And uh, the legacy that they have created. And so it's interesting now, obviously, hearing about this new documentary around the Redeem team. Um, but the original 92 team, and it was awesome. It's basically sort of follows the journalist, uh, Jack McCullen. Uh, he's a Hall of Fame sports journalist, and he wrote the best-selling book, Dream Team. And he released, um, this is the first time that we get to hear, he did a lot of interviews on cassette tapes, that's right of interviews with all these you know guys that were obviously part of the 92 dream team this is the first time it actually a lot of that audio is released and it's really interesting as he talks about it and you know he's interviewing these guys um it's amazing just just seeing how how established the team yeah obviously how that yep. team came apart and and the legacy of it which now obviously leads into the redeem team hey so yeah i i would recommend it i don't know if it's on a streaming platform at the moment maybe paramount i think well i, I mean i know that if we fly to chicago that might be the one way we can get yes. our hands on it that is a possibility horse yeah, you could that do was that a, expensive but yes that was a just a quiet little flex by you there well uh, you know like i had to say where i've watched it on the way home from Chicago. Uh, <laughs> premium economy too. <laughs> pre- old premium economy, who with? Uh, Qantas. Uh, using go. points, of course. I can't Quant- afford to pay it, but I'd use the points. So Qantas premium economy. It's now streaming on Qantas premium economy, if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, look, I think it might be on Paramount Plus, but who knows? I, I don't. Maybe I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll fact check that. I'll see what I can find. I can confirm that it is on Paramount Plus. Now we just need to find someone in Australia who has a Paramount Plus account. So, <laughs> hey, I'm excited. That both of those things I'm going to get on board and make sure that I have a look at. Absolutely. And, and Horse, can I, can I just say, I'm going to beat you to it. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, That good gesture that Joel Selwood did, did with taking Gary Ablett Jr.'s son oh. onto the field. You're bringing in the the grand final again. Good on you. How what a legend! It's just like how just, awesome was that? It was just just coming through the episode, you know. Yeah, yeah it's just little snippets, just just still breaking their way through. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I just thought I'd join the team. We're a team, guys. I mean, we can remember play. when? Maybe we need to bring Sammy Moorcroft onto the show one time. Morefoot, Morefoot, that's the one. 
Yeah. You're thinking of Gary Moorcroft, the little... <laughs> there you go. How did you say that again, Freddie? Can you repeat that? Or maybe we can go, we can do a rewind horse and put it on replay. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on. Uh, hey, you wouldn't believe it. We've actually made it to the end of the episode. And in between the Geelong snippets and sprinkles of brilliance, there has been other things we've talked about. We've talked about Ross, the boss, our NBA crazy predictions, where the World Cup T20 is going and that Pakistan-India game. We gave a blow-by-blow blow for that, guys. Can you believe that? We, like, just... That was simul- amazing. Simultaneously commentated the last over from nowhere. So, I... You I'm, know what? what? We should put the audio on, horse, of the last over. <laughs> like... We should pay for the rights and just Correct. have that... Uh, yeah. We should have had that. We should have been watching it and commentating and reacting live. Yeah. We've got enough in our kitty now, probably, to pay for those rights, so... Yep, we do. It's just, it's building up. Speaking of our kitty, um, Friendy, how's the merch going? Huh? Yep, the uh, stubby holders are on their way, horse. Don't be <laughs> fooled. Don't be fooled. Okay. Just in stubby time holders? for summer. Correct. Great. What else well, did you have in mind too, horse? Uh, Freddy? You had something else. You know, a little uh, key ring uh, well, we've, we've teamed beanies? up with um, our friends at Budgie Smuggler. So oh, yes. um, the common man, uh, TCM, Budgie Smugglers. They're back, uh, are they? Make- yep. yep. The logo on the front or the back? I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. And what about the uh, the neon TCM custom neon signs as well? Were you looking into those? No, but I tell you what, true story. I I can't actually fit my wedding ring on my finger anymore because I've popped it that many times. The so you've got a neon swan. neon. And I'm looking ring, at getting a tattoo where the ring Ooh. should go. And yep, I'm thinking yep. of get back in the TCM logo where the wedding band goes. How do you think that would pass? Like I a championship a, ring. Yeah, that's right. Think, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> or you should get a TCM right on the heart, you know, a big logo. And That's right. That's right. So just and, the TCM and just, just have on there. In touch. In touch. Correct. Oh, look, I could just hear people yelling at their whatever device is now and saying, just shut up, guys. Can you just wind this <laughs> up? Right. We've had enough. That's so right. That's I'm right. going to call it. It's been a pleasure. We will catch you all soon. Because uh, teams like uh, Ireland and Namibia and <laughs> what? and the likes. What is that? He say it? Nambia, Namibia, whatever. What are they called? Namibia, 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 Namib. Put Namibia. a bib on ya. Put a bib on ya. Yeah, put a bib on yeah. ya.